0: Welcome into the Toyota store studios on ESPN, Denver 1600. It is time for the latest edition of the coach bill Tierney show talking Denver pioneers lacrosse as DU returns home for a couple of uh, matchups coming up over the weekend. The pioneers will be back home for Saturday and Sunday games to Take on two opponents who we will talk about as the show rolls along today. My name is Tyler Munn with the head coach of the Pioneers, Bill Tierney. Coach, uh, uh I'll ask you how it's going. I know it wasn't the easiest of weekends and it hasn't been the easiest start to the week, but how's it going?
1: You know, the, the sun came up, and so, uh, you know, there's always hope, but uh, you know, look, we, we've we uh, <clears throat> we had a bad trip, and, and there's no denying that we uh, we we. We face this every year when we schedule one of the toughest schedules in the country, and we tout that we'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And it just turns out that the way lacrosse is built, yeah, a team from eighteen hundred miles away from the epicenter of it is going to travel a lot, and uh, and we certainly travel not only travel but travel to play against some really top top teams and Duke's a top team. So, um, you know, we got off to a great start. They got, <clears throat> you know, we our offense offenses really clicking. They got three, you know, really lucky goals in the first quarter and yeah, it exposed some of our weaknesses. And then the second quarter, we just slowed down offensively and, but still okay at halftime. And then bang, 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 start the third quarter. And now it's 12 to six and you're really fighting uphill in a tough, in a tough spot. So, um, you know, we learned a lot. Hopefully uh, we have an opportunity, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, uh, uh, this this weekend to kind of um, to play Jacksonville, who beat Duke. So hopefully we can uh, complete that uh, round robin and, and get a victory and and uh, and, and kind of put last week to rest. We're going to
0: talk a lot about what's coming up for the pioneers here in this two game weekend at Peter Barton lacrosse stadium this episode of the coach Bill tyranny show brought to you by Johnson financial group partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as they help you achieve your financial goals Um, coaching you talk about the things that you're able to learn uh, in a game like this, like you said I mean the the deck is so stacked against a team that has to travel 1800 miles for a road trip and all of that. you guys embrace that. And year after year, that's just an element of the schedule. That's a necessity. Uh, You start off so well as noted, and then it really was kind of the close of the second and the open of the third quarter that turned the tide in that game, the lessons that you try to take out of a loss it ends up being a 1910 final. Um, I think, you know, obviously didn't get a chance to be there and watch it with you guys, but it seemed like, especially for the majority of the early stretches of that game, it was much closer than what that final is. Um, What were the biggest lessons that you hope your staff and your guys take away from, from, saturday in durham
1: well certainly um and you know kids are always going to have ups and downs but uh we couldn't couldn't be more proud and thankful and 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 give this a lot of hope that for uh with jj silstrop and johnny morocco those two guys played great johnny johnny's been a guy who has been a really good solid practice player for us over the years Last year, because of Jackson Morrow coming in, he probably didn't get the shot he deserved, and and you know Johnny's making the best of it in his senior year, and so we're really proud of him. Um, and and JJ, you know, uh, JJ just keeps rolling along, and and so uh, we're you know those two we gotta we gotta shore up our uh, you know shore up our attack and shore up our midfields and certainly our defense and our goalie situation, but uh, uh, you know. We we, you know, we we like to say we can compete with the big boys. We we like we'd rather say we are a big boy, but we've got to prove that uh, in the coming games uh, as we face some top top opponents. But those those two guys certainly were the were the highlight of of the day.
0: You look at this box score, and uh, you know some of the things that stand out that I think you can turn into okay. Well, these potentially are positives going forward. Obviously, they weren't that way uh, on Saturday, but. Total shots in that game, Duke has 44, your guys have 42. The big difference came in shots on goal. They had 33 uh, to 21 for the Pioneers. The discrepancy in quality shots there, what do you attribute that to most?
1: Uh, Shooters versus throwers. You know, uh, we we were throwing on Saturday. We were not shooting. Their kids got the same looks. We got the same looks, except, uh, as you mentioned, we missed the goal a lot, Uh, but more importantly, we were throwing the ball at the goal. You know, we've, we've had good success against, uh, against Duke goalie in the past, Michael Adler, who's a hell of a goalie. He did a great job late in the game as well. Um, but uh, I, I didn't think on that given day, our guys were um, shooting well enough in other words finding the open spots uh you know shooting to the weaknesses that we expressed during the week um having the wherewithal to to understand that they had their hands free and that we could that we could take advantage of that and uh you know when you just when you miss that many shots it's you're just not going to win
0: your guys uh, get a chance to come home now and take on a, a two game swing against Jacksonville and Canisius. And in our second segment today, we're going to preview those teams uh, a little bit more in depth, but you have to manage this week a little bit differently. Uh, you know, coming back from a long road trip, getting set for two games in, in 24 hours, less than 24 hours, really. Cause you'll start at noon on Saturday and then 11 on Sunday. Um, and we talk about this every year, the um, opportunity to play, an early season stretch of multiple games because you'll do that uh, in the conference tournament and hopefully in the NCAA tournament uh, as well. To come into this week, especially off of a tough loss, how do you manage the first few days of getting guys back in and practices and working out and timing and all of that?
1: Well, you know, in in all these years of coaching, I have some years I've been really smart about that. And other years I've been really dumb about that. And chalk me up for the second uh for this year but so monday's practice was was a bear we we challenged we challenged our young men we knew it was going to be the last decent day of weather here for the week and uh you know whenever you go that as hard as we did you're gonna you're gonna beat guys up a little bit so now with the the really cold snap that we're having now uh yesterday was inside today will be a little bit a little bit inside, a little bit outside, but you've got to be, you've got to be mindful of, of, you know, the, the, the toll that the travel and a tough game like that takes on the bodies, especially, you know, the guys who are running up and down and the defensive guys who had a, who had a really rough day. So, um, you know, we're, uh, I think at the time on Monday uh, we felt like the challenge was necessary. Uh, I think that uh, as I put it to them, I've, I've tried too hard to to become uh, the modern day coach and then looked in the mirror and realized that that can't happen. And so uh, it's been a little bit of a different approach this week with with the challenges that we face with Jacksonville coming in. And uh, um, it's we'll see. We'll see how it works out uh, on Saturday.
0: Tell us um, when you have a, uh, a group that comes in year after year, your freshman class, your young guys, uh, when you have a schedule that you're going to draw up year after year to play some of the best in the country and especially to deal with some of the travel um, for freshmen you go on the road to, to play a, a top 10 team and you take a tough loss. Uh, that's kind of the first big lump you suffer as a young athlete. Do you communicate with the young guys? Uh, okay. This is what you come here for. I mean, maybe we didn't win this one against Duke, but this is the culture that exists here where we're going to play these teams. We're going to take these tough trips. Um, what is the conversation like with your young guys and your newcomers after a game like Saturday?
1: Well, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, an opportunity to remind basically with the young guys and these two classes of young guys, and, you know, and it's not just us, it's every team in the country have faced it. And we talked about this last time, the COVID situation, you know, masks, isolation, quarantine, uh, not playing kids that are totally healthy, but they, you know, had a positive result on a test, all that stuff taken into account. When I rec- when we recruit young people, when they're 16, 17 years old, we tell them that, we're exactly what you said. We're going to play the toughest schedule we can. We're going to lose some lacrosse games for whatever reason. Maybe the other team's better. Maybe we didn't travel well. Maybe we didn't play well. Maybe we you know, only had 20 shots on goal out of 42. Whatever it might be, but we're going to lose lacrosse games. The most important thing is how do we rebound from that? How do we do? We learn, as you asked earlier, do we learn about ourselves from that, or do we pout? You know, you can't pout at this level. You you got to move on. You remember, but you can't pout. And and you know, the the guy our guys do a great job of lifting each other up. Um, we don't want to forget, but we want to move on. So uh, our young guys learn that in something like this. To be honest, we're not playing a lot of young guys yet, and and we will be soon enough, but uh, they're, you know, so their lessons need to be more learned from watching for the most part than participating.
0: It's the Coach Bill Tierney Show on ESPN Denver 1600 from your hometown Toyota store studios and presented by Johnson Financial Group, partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as they help you achieve your financial goals. Big weekend coming up for the Pioneers at Peter Barton Lacrosse Stadium. We're going to step aside for a timeout and talk about Jacksonville and Canisius who come to town this weekend. That's after the break on ESPN Denver 1600.
2: We know that juicy, cheesy grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like.
1: Planning your financial future can be overwhelming and confusing. Let the experts at Johnson Financial Group help guide you to your financial goals. The team at Johnson Financial Group believes in increasing transparency, lowering fees, and striving to achieve better outcomes so you can have a peace of mind when it comes to all of your investing needs. Contact Johnson Financial Group at jfgwealth.net to get started on planning your future.
2: Dear winter, almost nothing stands in the way of a new 2022 Toyota. When you say stay home, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. The Corolla's tech is red hot. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4's available all-wheel drive with multi-terrain select. And everyone gets comfy in the Highlander with its available heated front seats. See you in the snow, Toyota. Find yours at toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your Front Range Toyota
1: store is proud to be the exclusive automotive partner of your DU Pioneers.
0: Back on ESPN Denver 1600 from the hometown Toyota Store Studios. It is the latest edition of the Coach Bill Tierney Show, talking Denver Pioneers men's lacrosse. Tyler Mon and the head coach of the Pioneers, Bill Tierney. Uh, Coach, this weekend, you get back-to-back games against Jacksonville and Canisius. Coming up on Saturday and Sunday, we'll have a 12 o'clock face-off on Saturday with an 1130 Pioneer pregame on ESPN Denver 1600. Uh, For this this weekend, I think ordinarily, uh, you'd get a couple of teams in town and Pioneers fans might look at Jacksonville and think I don't know a whole lot about that team Uh, Jacksonville's already got a a monster win this year they've jumped into the polls uh, a team that knocked off Duke your last opponent uh, a couple of weeks ago in a matchup that you know kind of sent shockwaves through the uh, the college lacrosse community obviously they've built something and are continuing to build something impressive at Jacksonville tell us about you what you know uh, about Jacksonville and how you prepare for them coming up on Saturday
1: well, you know, uh, as, you, as you know, uh, going back to the COVID situation, and we took advantage of that last year and are this year as well with some 50-year players, Jacksonville has a lot of them and and kids from a lot of different places. Oh, God, you know, Maryland, uh, you know, uh, you know all, all sorts of different places. And what John Galloway, who's a, one of the premier young coaches in the game, has done is he's created a culture that, allows for that and and doesn't um you know sometimes when you're a bigger better team or or a more established program you bring one person in or two people in they can really they can really upset the apple cart so to speak when you're a team like jacksonville who's building and and you know, you bring in three, four, five really good players from other places that just want to, you know, be in Florida, enjoy a, a great year, get a good education, be coached by good coaches. It's it's easier to put that together. And they are just playing with reckless abandonment. They got, you know, nothing to lose attitude. They, they play hard for 60 minutes and uh, they just go, go, go. So um, to their credit and John's credit, they've they've really built a team this year that, that, that is legit. And and as we've been telling our team uh, since two minutes after the Duke game, um, this is, this is real. This is not a fluke. Oh, Duke, Duke, you know, played one of their typical crummy February games and who cares? No, this is, this is the real deal. It was a, I believe a 15, 13 or 14, 12 game, something like that, but it was, it was a blowout. And, and Duke got some at the end. And so, um, you know, we, we, you know, they are very quick. They've got uh, a couple of kids at the midfield, a couple of, you know, they got a sniper at attack, they got a big strong attackman who's a local kid, uh, who's going to want to play really well, who's leading them in scoring and uh, it's, it's going to be quite a challenge.
0: They uh, do have a a start to this season that's three and one. They also by uh, next weekend, uh, the beginning of March, you'll have four common opponents with them uh, over the course of the season. They got that road win at Duke. Uh, 14-12 was the final on the 13th. Um, They beat Marquette last time out. Uh, They'll play Air Force coming up on Sunday. And then they go to Utah. They're home to play Utah uh, on the 6th of March. When you get a chance to evaluate a team against other teams that you have seen and I know I've asked you this before how much from a scouting standpoint does it help you get to watch film of that team playing against Duke your guys are just coming off a game against Duke it gives you kind of that common barometer of evaluating knowing what that opponent is how much does that help in scouting a team uh, to learn what they're like versus maybe watching their game film against you know let's say Mercer who they played a couple of weeks ago
1: Yeah, it's uh, because, you know, those teams, you know, the Duke, you know, the Marquette, you know, the Utah. Well, that'll be after ours, But still, you know, the uh, some of these games and you watch them play. Uh, Actually, they their first game was against Hopkins, who we had scrimmaged the week before. So that just gave us some good insight to to be honest, to 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 not their best game because that was their opening game and, and, you know, they're a different team now. So it, it does help. Um, it helps to see, you know, are they staying consistent in what they do? Are they, uh, to, are they mixing it up? Uh, you know, do, do, do you start to develop after four games, um, you know, uh, uh, a personality or people, you know, you have uh, like in their case uh, two really high scorers, and then the rest of the guys can all score but they're you know they're they're even uh, defensively Do they do the same things against everybody uh against you know against duke they played a little bit differently than they did against hopkins and a little bit differently than they did marquette so i think at that end you know we we, we just got to be ready for anything but the bottom line still is you know uh the, the telling stats for us is, is ground balls. And, uh, other than shots missing the goal the other day, we also got out ground ball by a bunch. And so, uh, they'll get after ground balls. We know this is a tough group and, uh, they developed the, the the personality of their coach and, and he's a great one. So, um, you know, if, if, Normally in our tournament, you know, we, we try to schedule a couple of teams that we kind of know that if we play half decently, we can beat, <clears throat> but uh, just happened this year to, that we scheduled Jacksonville and, and they're really good, which now, as I look at it, offers us a great opportunity.
0: On Saturday, you'll get Jacksonville. On Sunday, you'll get Kenesha, a team that we've seen in town uh, over the last few years um, in the, uh, in the, the weekend back to back. Uh, and I know a, a dominant performance a few years ago against the Griffins, and now you get a chance uh, to see them on the second day of this weekend uh, series. I, the challenges obviously of scouting for two games in 24 hours, uh, we talk about every year. You don't get a chance really to look that far ahead at Canisius, especially this year because you're so focused on Jacksonville. But what do you know about Canisius coming into this year? They've started off one and two. They went on the road to uh, to Ann Arbor and took a loss uh, at 17th ranked Michigan last weekend. Uh, they'll square off with Air Force coming up on Saturday. But tell us what you know about Kenesius coming in.
1: Well what we know the difference between a few years ago and we admire both men. They just happen to have a change in, in coaching staff and Mark Mishida is a friend of ours. He, he was a high school coach out here in Denver. He works our works with our program. He's he's a good man. He's done a great job with that Kinesis program, which which um, you know is is one of those uh, that worries you a little bit especially yesterday when they're playing Michigan who has been really good this this spring already and and it was you know nine to seven or something at one point now Michigan got away from them but uh you know Mark will have them ready they they're, they're you know, they, they always fight a lot of Canadian kids, a lot of upstate New York kids. So it, it's not going to be a soft approach. I can promise you that. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see what happens with their game uh, against Air Force. But I think that uh, um, when teams schedule uh, two games out here, you, you know that they they feel inside that they, they got a chance to prove something. And they do. So we'll see what, what happens on Sunday as well as Saturday.
0: Mark Mishida, you mentioned being somebody who's got uh, roots out here. He was the head coach at Castleview High School in Castle Rock when they founded the program there in 2006. And being, uh, you know, a a conversation that we have relatively regularly about expanding the, the spectrum of the sport out west. How cool is it for you guys to see somebody who and obviously he's a Canisius alum He's a native of, uh, I believe, B.C., um, so he's uh, a guy who obviously has come from lacrosse spots uh, throughout his life. But to have had some of that background come here in Denver, how cool is that for you guys outside of the spectrum of, well, you'll see him on the other side of the sideline on Sunday? It's got to be pretty neat to see somebody who you've known in a different context now piloting uh, a Division One program and doing so at his alma mater
1: it always it always is great you know one of the things that we have in our sport is sometimes you got to play against friends, you know, it's just the way it is. And, you know, going back even one step further with Mark is that he and Matt Brown won Minto cups together in in Western Canada. And they, they are really good buddies. Uh, As as Matt is, you know, with, uh, with a lot of these uh, other Canadian coaches that that have come down, especially Randy Burns, who was at Canisius now is at St. Bonaventure who has been here as well. So, um, you know, it, you take certain pride in that Uh, oftentimes because I've, I've been around so long um, maybe some of my parents and players think I've been too long, but uh, you know, I'm still here. And um, you know, when you're around that long, you have to be able to wear your two hats and you're, you're one of the things as, as, a veteran coach and as the president of the our coaches association i take great pride in the growth of our game and whether it's even though it's growth in Buffalo, New York, it's still growth in a in a conference where they compete. Mark obviously hasn't backed down to anyone going to and he played on Saturday, go to Ann Arbor on Tuesday, and then playing two games here. You know, that's that's a challenge. And uh and when we asked him if he wanted to do it again, he was all in. So uh, really proud of what he's done. And, um, you know, he's, he's a good man with a great family and uh, he he's, he deserved that job. That's for sure.
0: All right, Coach, final point for you. You're coming up on uh, two big games of 48 hours right now. Your team's sitting at 2-1 and one coming into the weekend. Uh, the biggest keys for this weekend series, I think a lot of people would look at, well, you get two non-conference opponents at home. Uh, maybe it's not the biggest stretch of the season. I know you guys feel like this is the most pivotal stretch right now, of course, because it's the next one, but really because of where you sit in the schedule, uh, positioning yourselves before a, another tough road trip coming up. Your biggest keys this weekend uh, to be able to get wins over Jacksonville and Canisius.
1: Well, as you know, as you know, uh, is our 13th season together with Matt Brown and I, and we've been in in, in 12 uh, conference tournaments. We've been in five final fours. We've won a national championship. Those are all big games, semifinals, quarterfinals, all big games. We have told our team that this Jacksonville game is the biggest game in the last 13 years because it needs to be They need to understand the ramifications of a big victory if we can get one. So, um, you know, that's, that's going to be key. Uh, It's uh, it's going to be a great challenge. Uh, Our defense has not been good and, and we've, we've got to shore that up Um, this weekend. We got to, we got to play better in the goal. We got to, do better on ground balls, got to play better defense. And then uh, we know the offense will do their job. So, um, you know, we might be looking at a 1918 deal. But, uh, but, uh, you know, just hope our guys understand how important this game is, I think they will. And looking forward to a great day, both Saturday and Sunday against these two teams.
0: We got a big one coming up on Saturday, and another one to follow on Sunday. He's the head coach of the Pioneers, Bill Tierney. Coach, uh, we'll see you out there this weekend, and uh, best of luck for the rest of the week. Uh, don't don't freeze to death, please.
1: Thanks, Tyler. We already put the, we put the tent up for you early in the week, so uh,
2: fantastic. Yeah.
1: I'm ready to go. I'm going to I'm going to stand up there today during outdoor practice and just make like I'm um, viewing from a, a different angle. But the truth is going to be I want to see how warm Tyler is. during I was going to
0: say you can get a feeling for that atmosphere exactly. standing up there and trying to move around as much as possible to not get frostbite on Saturday. It'll be good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pioneer head coach Bill Tierney wrapping up this week's episode of the coach Bill Tierney show from your hometown, Toyota store studios presented by Johnson financial group. We'll talk to you on Saturday for Denver and Jacksonville 1130 Pioneer pregame on ESPN Denver 1600.